Welcome back to the Smoky Mountains Podcast. I'm your host, Bob Speakman. This is episode three. So excited to be here. This has been such a fun journey. Uh, this is The podcast is something I've been looking forward to and been wanting to do for quite some time. And to be here making these episodes, talking to folks from the Smoky Mountains is just uh, an absolute delight. So if there's someone you want to see us interview, or if there's questions that you think we should be asking that I'm not asking, whatever it is, be sure to go down the comment section of wh- wherever you're listening or watching this from. If it's on YouTube, go ahead and leave in the comments below. If, if the platform you're listening to, your podcast from, from, go ahead and comment on that. Or you can email me, bob at allaboutthesmokies.com. I'd love to hear from you. And uh, if, if we like your comment, maybe it's something that we're going to share on, on a, a future episode. So be sure to... Um, be sure to comment. Be sure to comment. And if you're listening on a podcast platform, please, by all means, if you like the podcast, I'd love for you to give it a five-star rating. It really helps us out on, on placement um, for people to be able to find us when they're looking for a, a new podcast to listen to. We are aiming to be the the best podcast in the Great Smoky Mountains. That's, that's our goal. And um, you, you can help us get there. So be sure to to leave a rating. It would mean, mean a lot to us. So we have a special guest today. I'm excited to bring him on. Um, before we get started in that, I want to talk a little bit about uh, dinner shows and, and various shows there in, in the Great Smoky Mountains. So we have gone to several, but I, I know there's even more that we've not been to. Um, you know, we'll be ranking our favorites at some point in the future, but here's what I'll say about, about most of them. Um, you look at the price tag of, of a dinner show, and some of them are 60, 70, whatever the, the cost might be. And I think it's very, very uh, costly. If you've, if you've not done one of them, one thing I want you to keep in mind is you are getting a full meal delivered to your table uh, for, for you to eat, and as well as a, a actual well-produced show. Um, everyone that I've been to, uh, Do- the Dolly Stampede, uh, the Pirate Show, uh, Half Hill McCoy, you know, dinner shows in the Smoky Mountains uh, deliver immense value. Uh, the food is, is, you know, it's mass produced, so it's good. It's it's not going to be made to order uh, because you know it, they have to make so much food. It's a it's a you know they're big places where you're watching these from. But uh, great meal. And uh, a, a great show. So I would recommend pretty much any of the ones that we've been to, like the ones I've mentioned there. Um, Comedy Barn's another one. It's not a dinner show. You, it, they don't serve dinners. The prices for them are, are a little bit cheaper if you're just wanting to see a show. That is a hoot. Recommend it uh, as well to anyone who's who's uh, looking for something entertaining. What my recommendation to you is, um, if you're if you've been thinking about pulling the trigger, on one of these shows, uh, make sure that you're booking ahead of time. Um, and we've got some great deals for you. So that brings me to our sponsor of this podcast, allaboutthesmokies.com, uh, your source for planning your Smoky Mountain vacation. If you head over there, you can actually find some some discounted tickets where you can combine uh, both. Some, some of the deals are like hotels with with a show, some are like multiple shows, uh, but there are, are discounts to be had, and you can find those uh, over at allaboutthesmokies.com. 
be sure to check this out because you do not want to pay full price if you can save money and book ahead of time. So, um, and I found some, some of the, the booking that I've done uh, through all about the smokies.com. One of the shows was actually uh, sold out, but there were still some seats available through uh, the, the, the uh, partner that uh, all about the smokies uses. So um, be sure to check it out. But in addition to getting discounts on, on, on things that you were already going to be doing anyway, uh, you can plan your Smoky Mountain vacation there. News, information, um, reviews, all kinds of things there at allaboutthesmokies.com. You'll be finding myself and, and my, my cohort, uh, Eric, from, from Smoky Mountain Family. Uh, we'll be we hosting you there. Plenty of information to help you plan your Smoky Mountain vacation. Allaboutthesmokies.com. So excited for our guest for Episode 3 this top five list that that he's bringing you is one of the most unique. It's one I would have never even thought of. Uh, I'm I'm excited. If you, if you're watching this on YouTube or you've looked at the title, you know what it is. So without any further ado, here's today's guest. Well, I am absolutely thrilled to be joined by the infamous Tim Harkle Road. Tim, thank you so much for joining me on the Smoky Mountains podcast. Uh, th- thank you for taking the time out of, out of your schedule to to sit down with me and uh, and have a little chat. Uh, so can you introduce yourself to the the audience here, what you do, um, a little bit of your, your, your history there in the Smoky Mountains? Well, to start with, I want to thank you, A, for getting my last name right. Uh, that's, okay. that's very rare. Oh, good, um, good, good. I am the, uh, the mayor and uh, uh, I'm the mayor at the Hatfield McCoy Dinner Feud in Pigeon Forge. Um, I actually wrote the original show with the former owner and wrote our first Christmas show. Uh, they're getting ready to do some. They changed our Christmas show. Uh, it's uh, and then they're getting ready to change the, the regular show. Okay. Uh, but I can for right now say that I wrote the, <laughs> the Hatfield McCoy Feud uh, with. Uh, with David Fee and uh, and also uh, my friend um, Stephen Knowles uh, worked on it with us too. So um, and um, I uh, right now I don't normally have a white beard and, and white hair, but the Christmas show uh, I had a different part. I wasn't the mayor; I was actually Santa through Christmas. So uh, that was actually a lot of fun, uh, and I'm getting quite accustomed to the. Uh, the beard, I just don't know when my hair is going to grow back out. My hair is normally brown with some gray in it. Uh, so um, I I really need to go ahead and shave the beard pretty soon. Um, I'm into uh, uh, Bigfoot, um, HO scale model trains. As a matter of fact, I'm down in my train room right now in the basement. I was working on some locomotives before I go into work. And... Uh, I play five-string banjo, so uh, I've been down here about 12 years. I'm originally from Bristol, Tennessee, the birthplace of country music. Yeah, that was that was actually going to be my my next question. So was it was it the show that brought you to the the Smokies um, or something different? I spent 27 years with Carnival Cruise Lines as a stand-up comic and ventriloquist, mm-hmm. um, and I um, was getting to a point I needed something different. Uh, my kids had grown up while I was working ships. I would be home like two days a week. 
uh, and I would fly from ship to ship. I do two, sometimes three ships a week. Um, oh. And I came down here, and David and I, David Fee and I, are good friends since we were like teenagers. And he wanted me at early on at the comedy barn, and um, uh, I just couldn't do it then. So he said he wanted to change uh, Black Bear Jamboree into the Hatfield McCoy show. So hired me to come down and write it. Uh, my my past with bluegrass music and, and comedy and, and uh, that sort of thing. Uh, and we created an amazing show, I believe. Uh, it's done incredibly incredible numbers over the years. So um, yeah, that's yeah. how I got here. Yeah, and, and, and my personal experience with the show, you know, it, We've been coming to the Smokies for several years, and um, every every time I'd come in town, I'd want to just book it last minute, and there was never a, a spot open. It was it was always pretty solidly booked, and we finally got to come um, right before the, the Christmas uh, show started. We got to see the regular show. It was phenomenal. Um, everything from the, the music and um it, it, the acting it, it, the crowd participation it was it was wonderful now um don't forget uh, our don't forget our cloggers we've oh, got yeah i mean man, we got national champion cloggers and musicians in the show well thank you was i there that night yes absolutely okay. absolutely and, and I'm, uh, I'm off usually thursdays and fridays and uh, some people miss me sometimes yeah no wonderful show and and uh um Appreciate that 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 uh, you guys have been able to to work uh, faith into to the show uh, as a part of it. Uh, I saw a little bit uh, in in videos of the Christmas show as well. You know mm-hmm. what what part does that play for you in in the writing of the show? What part does that play for you in, in the acting and in the different things? So um, I think it's very important um, to me as a Christian. Um, I'm not always one to. Witness to people. I try to be try to be an example. I'm not always a great example, uh, but um, as a Christian, I I love having especially the gospel music. Gospel music plays so much a part of Appalachian and Smoky Mountain living. I mean, we're in uh, the the we're in the <laughs> what was my friend called it? The we're in the belt buckle of the Bible Belt. <laughs> <laughs> buckle very good and uh yeah. but not just that uh and people really appreciate it it's amazing how many people will come up to me after the show and say we really appreciate y'all remembering uh, uh christ in our show especially at, at christmas time so many christmas shows are just you know about santa and parties and this and that and uh we have in the christmas show uh paul um Paul Hatfield, um, he uh, does a, a, the scripture reading about the birth of Jesus, and then we have one of the one of the girls sings "Oh Holy Night," and it's a beautiful moment. And uh, it's we've had people tell us it's brought them to tears. So I think that's very important, uh, not just from the show standpoint, just to make people feel good and let some of the people who are singing or part of the show profess a little bit of their of their um, their beliefs yeah and i i think that's important too and and i think there's always been that connection between when uh faith and and 
um, the folks who visit the Smoky Mountains. I, I, I know for me, a lot of the my friends from from church and people that I uh, associate with um, have have made annual trips to the Smokies, or in some cases, more than that. So um, I think being able to go and see your your faith on display is 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 a special thing for a lot of people. And in the, and for the those that don't. Uh, profess any faith or belief, I, I don't think you're hammering them over the head in a way that's making them feel uncomfortable. It's not preachy at all. We do no. it in the regular season. We do gospel. We do two gospel numbers. And um, uh, I, I think it's the perfect amount. It rounds out the show to me. Uh, we usually do these numbers toward the end, and honestly, we've never had a a complaint out of any of that. So, I think it's it's important to me that uh, we do that. Yeah, I, I agree. So, um, being that you've been there for so long and, and living in a tourist town, um, is it difficult for you to really find a sense of community when most people you see on a daily basis, you know? aren't local most people that are in your town most people that you may be interacting with on a daily basis are are um on vacation mm-hmm. so for you is it, is it difficult to find a true sense of of what your community is there in the smoky well i i live in seymour uh okay. and i of course drive into work seymour is wonderful i love seymour uh i have people around seymour that I have four or five people that work at the Food City, which seems like I'm at every day that we always have a nice little conversation. So there are people around there. But also in Pigeon Forge, I, from where I worked at Carnival Cruise Lines, there's at least five or six people that I work with at Carnival who have now moved to the area. Oh, wow. And I've got friends, and not just that, I've got friends... There have probably been, I don't know, maybe a hundred uh, people who have come in and out of the Hatfield show that I keep in touch with most of them. Um, people in the entertainment business, they might work at the Comedy Barn. i got friends at the Comedy Barn, friends at Stampede. Uh, I don't know if I know anybody over at Pirates, uh, but... Uh, now, I know a lot of people in town that I've met yeah. since I've been here, some before I came down here. And uh, there's several of them. I walk in, they say, hey, mayor. And they refer to me as mayor. So mm-hmm. uh, that's that's kind of fun. I'm not yeah. the real mayor. Uh, I'm called mayor, but I don't have the mayor responsibility. <laughs> that's me. probably a good thing. That's probably Pitch a good Ford thing. shut down if I was a mayor, most likely. <laughs> Well, um, so so now, what do you what do you like to do in your free time? I mean, as as a local, obviously, like you said, from from Seymour, um, but but coming into Pigeon Forge, uh, do you, do you take part in the tourist uh, trap stuff? Do you do you do take uh, take advantage of any of the uh, the local attractions, hiking? What what do you do in your downtime? Um, well, funny enough, well, uh, like I said, I'm. Big into model trains. I'm building yeah. a HO scale layout in my basement. It's 11 by 18. Matter of fact, I'm sitting in my little uh, notch uh, where I run it from right now. I don't want here. You want me to show you some of the some of the trains on the layout? Yeah. So the people on YouTube will be able to see. Um, it, 
Yeah, and you this can explain the, what uh, you're seeing. This is the yard where a lot of the locomotives are and cars are parked right now. Yeah. Uh, the rest of it, uh, and we, we haven't painted everything yet. Um, and it's coming along. I've got a, a friend in Sevierville that comes up once a week, and we he's a genius. He, he does all the wiring, makes sure I don't electrocute myself and ruin expensive locomotives. Um, he's um, a former architect from Chicago, moved down here. Uh, several years back, and it has an amazing layout in his basement, and he's well, been God. helping me quite a bit. Um, also, uh, now I do. Um, we go to Dollywood usually a couple of days uh, a year, uh, mainly to ride the train. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, it's a good train, though. It's a good train. Oh man, those are beautiful trains, beautiful locomotives. I love uh, those. Uh, I don't know if you've ever been to Tweetsie. They have. Uh, uh, similar, uh, beautifully restored, and those trains over there—they're uh, some are a hundred or close to a hundred years old, and they've been taken really good care of. That's one thing I love about Dollywood—they—they've uh, hired wonderful people to operate their trains and keep them up, and uh, they do a, a great job over there. Um, but like, I'm also into Bigfoot. I go to the Bigfoot. Um, conferences they have around here uh yep. matter of fact years ago I, I actually wanted to do one on my own and i was told nah there won't be enough people show up for something mm-hmm. like that and then you you go to one of these things and they're sold out and there's thousands of people there um uh, tim burchett and i were in the uh, the uh east tennessee bigfoot uh group around here i'm the severe county rep- representative um okay. So I do go. To, I do a lot of Bigfoot stuff. Um, it depends on the time of the year. It, you know, I love going to the Christmas stores around Christmas, and uh, but I don't do a whole lot of activities. Um, don't have a whole lot of time other than work and coming back and forth. I love the island, uh, and I'm really looking forward to the uh, the project out uh, on the interstate coming up soon. Sure, yeah. the next couple of years, it's going to be exciting. Um, so yeah, um, it's, uh, there are some things that are touristy that I do and, uh, I, and I love, um, especially during Christmas, I love seeing the lights. Yeah. So yeah, I, I enjoy Pigeon Forge. I worked in Myrtle beach for several years and, uh, it's very similar. Uh, yeah. you go to, you go to Publix or something and you know, 90% of the people there are, are tourists. You can tell because they got a 60 pound bag of hot dogs and 12 packs of buns. <laughs> you can tell they're going to be avoiding some of the, the big dollar restaurants in town. But uh, yeah, I, I enjoy living down here. Yeah. Yeah. And now you mentioned trains and, and, and your interest in those. So um, have you been to the, the one in Bryson City? Yes, I have. Uh, my wife and I, uh, I lost you for a second there. I don't yeah, know if you'd sorry, it, yeah, it, it cut out. Okay. Uh, my wife and I have uh, ridden the Great Smoky Mountain uh, four times, I think. Uh, my favorite's the Dillsboro side. It takes you over to Dillsboro, lets you off. and It's a little tiny town that got some shops. and it's. I love cute little towns like that. Uh, 
So yeah, that's a great um, that's a great train. There's also a, a wonderful excursion train over in Knoxville, uh, the Three Rivers Rambler, and it is matter of fact, you can see my Southern Railroad hat. <laughs> um, it is the oldest operating steam locomotive, uh, oldest operating Southern Railway steam locomotive in, in existence. Uh, okay. It's over a hundred years old, uh, I think. So it's a a 280 wheel configuration, beautiful uh, steam locomotive, uh, and uh, yeah, I love I love the steam trains. I, I it was really for. Before we got our house in Seymour, I had moved down here to work on the show with David, and I was living in Sevierville, and at night, I could sit out on my porch, and I could hear the, the Dollywood train the whistle blow, and that was That's such awesome. a cool thing to have happen. It was wonderful. Yeah. Well, um, I... I really appreciate you being on. And one of the things um, that we do when we bring a guest on the podcast is we ask them to, to give us their top five. And um, you've, you've prepared one that I absolutely love. It's one that will not be stolen because uh, the, this is, it's completely unique, but I absolutely love it. So, so Tim, what is your, your, um, your, your top five list about? My top five list uh, is uh, my favorite gas station foods. Now, I don't mean foods in an average gas station. I mean gas stations in the area. I've got two in Seymour. All the others are in uh, Pigeon Forge or, or uh, Sevierville. Uh, they're gas stations that serve something unique. Um, and uh, I go back time and time again for those okay so so do you have them in any particular order or you just just i can give you my favorite to start off with and it's one okay. a lot of people in town know locals know uh, i doubt many tourists know unless they're reading TripAdvisor or find it on facebook or something mm -hmm. but frank allen's uh are you familiar with frank allen's yes yeah. yeah i love frank allen's it um they got the best cheeseburgers anywhere um now right now i'm i'm back on my low carb so i, I have to go the uh, hamburger steak but everything there is great and thing i like about it i love about it it's like the old lunch encounters that we used to go to when i was a kid uh, growing up in bristol uh, my mom didn't work she was a stay-at-home mom and she she loved to go downtown, uh, downtown Bristol, and we were, it wasn't too far. We'd drive to downtown, and we'd hit the same stores all the time. I'd look at the same stuff all the time, and we would eat. We'd eat two meals there if we could. <laughs> it's funny. Uh, we'd go to uh, Bunnings Drugstore and have uh, hot dogs. They had best hot dogs uh, anywhere, and then we would go over sometimes to my uh, my uncle Audrey, her brother, had a restaurant downtown in Bristol called the Country Kitchen. And he had just amazing, great home cooking. So we'd always try to go over there. So um, this Frank Allen's reminds me of those little lunch encounters that I would go to as a kid. And I love that. Yeah. Uh, I actually had one when I worked in Myrtle Beach 
there's a store most people will be familiar with called the Gay Dolphin. There's a huge gift, gift shop. It's six stories tall or some crazy like that. And they had a little luncheon counter in there. When I worked there, I was just two doors down in a magic shop I worked at. And I would go over there, and the lady got to know me uh, that worked there. and uh, They had just great food. Uh, so I love uh, little counters like that. So Frank mm -hmm. Allen's uh, is there on the parkway. Um, it's, let's see, I'm trying to, it's a marathon store, I believe. Okay, uh, and we can and we can include in the in the show notes and things the address for each of these two. So we'll, yeah. we'll make sure. That but we yeah, that. that's that's at my top. Okay. Um, now my close second, and I'm going to see if I can pronounce this right. Uh, I don't know if it's Taqueria or Taqueria, like Gasolino, <laughs> Gasolina. I, <laughs> I've seen that pop up in searches. I've never been. I've I, I've seen that pop up. Uh, basically, it means uh, 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 tacos at gasoline. <laughs> it's a gas station out on Wares Valley Road. It is a shell station. It's across from the park. Uh, once you first get on Wares Valley Road, before you get to the Family Dollar on the left, this is on the right. And they have not... When I worked at Carnival Cruise Lines, I would say... 60% of the time I was in Mexico. I probably, uh, and I'm not saying this to brag, I've been to Cozumel over a thousand times. Wow. It just works out mathematically. Mm -hmm. 27 years, you go in every week, you get the idea. So, um, this, the, the taco, well, not just the tacos, everything at this place is authentic. It is, uh, they used to, we used to say on the ship, if you want to find good food, follow the crew. Because the crew would go past the tourist areas, like in Cozumel, off that main drag right along the ocean. They'd go back into the town where the locals live and shop. That's where the best restaurants are. Yeah, And you can tell this place because every time you go in there, it is full of pretty much exclusively Mexican people. So if they're thinking it's good, it's got a, uh, a, it is wonderful. And the tacos are very authentic. Uh, I'll tell you my favorite taco. It might freak a couple of people out. I love pork rinds, and they make a uh, uh, taco de chicharrones, which is uh, the pork rind. It's not crispy. It is um, uh, grilled and soft, and they serve it with onions and cilantro and a little bit of that uh, salsa verde. Man, life bring that your tongue really to good. its knees. Yeah. yeah, no, that's that. That sounds excellent. Okay. That's a, that's my second one. Now, there is a, a fast stop out on Pittman Road. Uh, it's out on the corner of Pittman and JL Road. You go out there a little ways, and, and where JL Road intersects, there's a gas station there, and they serve crispy, crunchy chicken. You ever had crispy crunchy? Uh, not that I'm aware of. <laughs> no, that's that's crispy crunchy with a K. Okay, no, definitely they're, not. They're not concerned with spelling. Uh, if you speak it into your phone, you're going to have to correct it. Yeah. No, it's great chicken. Oh man, they uh, it's really it's crispy, obviously uh, by the by the title. Um, 
friend of mine said, you want the best fried chicken around? I said, yeah. And we've, uh, we've had the wonderful fried chicken at the theater for years. Yeah. Uh, we went out there and it's just amazing. Um, the, uh, and they have sides and you know, they've got, that's, it's a big part of that market. Um, and their biscuits, they got these little drop biscuits. They're glazed with honey and butter. Oh, that sounds amazing. So that's, that's three now, or you said you had, uh, two more that were in. In Seymour. Uh, and then I have a possible runner up. Okay. Uh, that everyone might know now, uh, in Seymour, between Seymour and South Knoxville, there is an uh, in and out market and grocery and uh, gas station. Now they also serve crispy, crunchy chicken, but they also fix. Do you know what Boudin is? Hmm. All right, Boudin is a Cajun. I worked out in New Orleans for 12, 13 years. Used to date a Cajun girl back before I got married, and. Uh, I always like to put that in there back before I got married. Um, (laughs) Boudin is a sausage made of rice, pork, pork liver, and spices. And it's all ground up and it's put into a casing. And you can get it anywhere in Louisiana. Uh, Here you can only get it uh, at grocery stores and Walmart, places like that. Take it home and fry it up. It's great. But they make boudin balls. What they do, they take the boudin and shape it into balls and roll it in breadcrumbs or something and deep fry it. I, I go there and I order these uh, these boudin balls and I mix up a little mayo and mustard and hot sauce. And boy, I can, I can make a meal off of those. I love boudin. I could just about eat it every day. I'll have to I'll have to look that up. I, I that's I can't say I've even ever heard of it. Is it something something I could probably pick up at a local grocery store just about anywhere you are? Crispy Crunchy things. might carry it. Uh, I don't know for sure. The the third one I mentioned. Yeah. Okay. Uh, now I've got another one in Seymour, uh, which I on my new low carb diet I'm going to have to avoid for a while. Called Bucking Good Donuts. Okay. Uh, I'm not crazy about the title, but uh, they have, I think, about the best donuts I've I've found. Uh, They're a little bit smaller than Duncan uh, and not quite as light and fluffy as the yeast donuts at at, uh, Krispy Kreme. But for your standard cake donuts... They, my fate, they've got a, a red velvet cake. Mm. Uh, they usually do a, a pumpkin spice around the holidays. They also had a, uh, uh, a spiced cider. Uh, but they got chocolate. They've got every, it's amazing. And, but the best thing there is the apple fritter. And it's massive. It's like this big around. It's wonderful. It's got chunks of apple in it. It's got this amazing glaze on it, and it's nice and brown and crispy, and cinnamon. And <sighs> sounds amazing. It and is. I, I I love the seasonal stuff. I'm a big pumpkin spice person. Uh, red velvet's probably my my main go to. Uh, I'm trying oh, yeah. to avoid all that stuff now, and I just yeah. ate lunch. Uh, you, you know, prior prior to to starting, and and uh, 
um, I'm I'm hungry again. So I, I appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> well, the there's a family I believe they're Indonesian that run it, and they're the sweetest, nicest, most accommodating people. And my friend Paula, um, years ago, this uh, met this. I started talking to this lady at Food City. She worked at Food City, uh, Paula. And uh, every time I go in, it seemed like she's always working there. If I go in, we'd stand and talk. And now I didn't see her for years. And one day I go in bucking good donuts, and there's Paula. So uh, 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 she's a wonderful lady. Everybody there is very friendly. And, man, them donuts, you just can't beat them. So so that that complete your top five but you you mentioned a a uh, honorable mention so to speak yeah, a runner-up um yeah well it's one that uh, a lot of people have stopped there and i've only been there once and i and had it but i tell you what that i've never been a huge fan of brisket uh when i worked a lot in texas everybody that's all they talked about was brisket and some of the places i had it it was just dry as shoe leather but right. tell you what, Bucky's, oh, they got yeah. that brisket. Oh, listen, that brisket is tender. It is moist. It is tasty, flavorful. You can get it on a sandwich. You can buy it by the pound. And you, I'm, I'm tempted to go down and see what a whole brisket would cost me because I could probably do with it. It's it's that good. Yeah, that Bucky's. I mean, it. it you know, for anyone who's not been to one, which it's, it's harder and harder to find someone who's not been in a Bucky's, but it, it certainly changes the entire gas station experience as far as, you know, what, what you've come to expect for, for a convenience store, for a quick yeah. stop. I mean, and, and the size of it, they're still not, I mean, you still can get in and out quickly con- considering, you know, how many people that they're serving. So such yeah, a, it was such my first Bucky's, uh, when I went to this one out here. So, uh, um, it wasn't quite what I was envisioning. Uh, it's funny. Do you remember Stuckey's? Huh? I don't think so. There was a, uh, there was a chain across the United States or maybe just through the South and Southeast or whatever called Stuckey's. And it was, um, they had gas, but it wasn't, um, wasn't really a convenience store. It was more like a gift shop. And you go in. That's how I, how I got started in magic, doing magic tricks because we would um, go on a trip, and um, they had racks of, of easy easy to do magic tricks, and we'd always stop at Stucky's to get gas, and they had had interesting drinks like they had they always had some sort of cherry aid. They had a like a luncheon counter in the back. So you get cherry, mango, or guava juice, or they had different flavors. That's what I loved about it. It's different. But they had their also their own line of candies and confections. Hmm. They had pecan rolls. They had divinity. They had uh, peanut brittle. They probably had about 10 different items that they made themselves that they sold there. And... Um, I always love stopping at Stucky's. Uh, we get a we get hot dog or hamburger or something on the, while we're on the road. It was it's one of those long road road trip deals. Yeah. And I got thinking Stucky's, Bucky's, and they 
the Bucky's actually looks like a giant Stucky's. And I hmm. wonder if there's any connection. I haven't looked that up. Yeah, I mean, I absolutely could. I, I, I don't know where Stucky's started out of, but I know Bucky's originated in Texas. So I don't know if they took some inspiration or, or, or what, but, but uh, definitely if there's some similarities there, it's probably not coincidence. But. There might still be one around Greenville. Uh, okay. I don't know. I'll have to look that up. Maybe your your viewers can look that up. Okay. Yeah, that'd be interesting. I, I've so, had a lot of your viewers, uh, if they're closer to my age, uh, which I'm, I'm 64. Um, I, probably a lot of them remember Stuckies because oh, they were sure. everywhere. Especially on road trips. Yeah. You know, maybe that, that was the Buckies of their, 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 of your of their time. Day, too, yeah, so. the interstate, yeah. Uh, interstate confections. Well, uh, I want to thank you. Thank you for the for the top five list. Um, and, and for those that are out there listening to the podcast or watching this on YouTube, and you have a place that's similar to this that that, that maybe that uh, Tim didn't mention, and, and you'd like to comment it down below, we'd love to hear from you. Or you can always email me, bob at allaboutthesmokies.com, and maybe your comment uh, or suggestion will, will end up on a future podcast. But, uh, Tim, um, also, thank you again. Uh, oh, go ahead. I uh, just going to say, um, if they want to see the progress on my model train layout, if they're on Facebook, it is uh, Appalachian and Blue Ridge Railroad. The uh, and is Ampersand. So it's Appalachian, Ampersand, Blue Ridge Railroad on Facebook. And um, I post uh, videos and updates uh I got surprised, but I, I posted a, a reel the other day, uh, or a short. I don't remember which reels and shorts, them or YouTube. But uh, I posted one the other day, and I'll get about, usually about, I don't know, anywhere between 800 or 1,200 views. I posted a video, I got 18,000 views oh, wow. the other day. It almost scared me. Uh, so, uh, yeah, check out my, um, I, I appreciate new, uh, new, uh, visitors and uh and get in there and like them uh yeah. put us a big heart on there uh well, yeah. the heart actually uh i think it helps your numbers better so uh, uh but yeah come come check us out it's a ho scale model railroad uh it uh i model southern railway with granddaddy my great granddaddy my great uncle i'll work for southern I also do Clinchfield in Norfolk and Western, all railroads of the South. So uh, come check us out. Excellent. Well, and uh, and also they can find you at uh, at your uh, the 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 um, Hatfield and McCoys. Um, you, you said you're there usually Thursdays. I'm and off Thursday. And off Friday. Thursdays and off Thursday and Friday. So if you go to the show, be sure to to stop by and and and. Uh, uh, say hey if you if you get a chance to to do that or at least come by and see the show excellent if, show if you, you guys have done a, gr a great job there thank you if they see uh, they see this video uh, uh, and are at the show tell one of the servers come find me and I'll uh, come out in the house and say hey I'd love to meet uh, meet some of the people absolutely appreciate that all right well thank you and I hope you have a, a great rest of your day. Thanks, bud. We've got uh, one show today, and uh, so that's a good day. Good day. That was that was a good time. That was a good time. Um, absolutely love talking to Tim. 
if you are going to Hatfield and McCoy's and you want to uh, to see him, he said, but make sure to let one of the servers know that you heard him on the podcast. There's Smokey Mail podcast, or you uh, watch this on YouTube on Smokey's Plus, whatever it is. Make sure you mention that to your server. He'll want to come out and try to to say hey if he's if he's working that day. So um, Tim Harkle Road, stand up guy, um, genuine, down to earth. Dude, like I, talking to him, I felt like I've known him for years. Um, but he's approachable. He he's just wanting to live his own life. The model train stuff is amazing. Be sure to check out uh, the links that he mentioned uh, if you're into that kind of thing. Um, they I, I I checked out his Facebook page and and they they post over there pretty regularly. So be sure to check that out. But uh, but thank you guys so much again. If you if you uh, want to leave a comment below. Uh, you might be featured on a future episode of the Smoky Mountains podcast. But that'll do it. This has been another podcast from the great Smoky Mountains. We hope you have a great day. God bless.